Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, your on-air ladies' Bible study event. This is the show that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode number 117, Why You Can Trust God. During the interview segment, I'll be talking with a woman who has learned this lesson through so much hardship. Best-selling author, Karen Eman, she is amazing. And this show will help you open your heart to trust God in all the things. There's been a lot of winning going on in the Soul H2O world. This week, I was shocked and honored to be chosen by the Word Guild as the recipient of the best blog of the year in the 2022 Word Awards. To have my writing recognized like this is surreal. If you haven't checked out my blog and all the spiritual refreshing you can find there, head on over to sherrystahl.com slash blog. The next winner is for our third annual Joy Radio and Soul H2O Anniversary Contest. And the winner is Nettie Dick. Nettie won the big prize pack valued at over $120. Congratulations, Nettie. This week, you'll receive two signed copies of the Soul H2O Women's Devotional for you and a friend, your very own Soul H2O water bottle, and two tickets to the Soul H2O Sisterhood Refresh Conference being held October 22nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Lake Point Family Church in Leamington. You can find out more about the Refresh Conference girls at sherrystall.com slash refresh. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages, they help you dive deep into the teaching segment. You can even use them for your personal devotions and find them on today's show notes along with links to anything we mention in the show at soulh2o.com slash 117. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. Trusting that people are going to follow through on what they said that they would do isn't always easy. Watching the news can cause you to become hard-hearted and distrustful of people. Life experiences often add fuel to this fire of doubt, and soon you find yourself not believing God can even be trusted. It's so hard to not attribute character traits of people in our lives to God. But a few Easter's ago, I learned on a whole new level why you can trust God. It happened on a regular old day while I was doing my devotions, reading Matthew's recounting of Jesus' death and resurrection when verse 6 leapt off the page. He is not here. He is risen. Just as he said. Did you hear that? Just as he said. That's the reason why we celebrate Easter, the reason you can know and trust God because He does what He says. At all costs, the Trinity stuck to the salvation plan they've been telling for generations. And if you listen to episode 8 with Joe Amaral, are stars more than just pretty lights in the sky? You know just how far back God set this plan in motion. 
Each member of the Trinity had a role to play, a job to complete. If one didn't go through with their portion, the plan would fall apart. The Father gave His Son. Jesus gave His life. And Romans 8.11 says, The Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. That verse goes on to say, If the same Holy Spirit lives in you, He will give life to your body in the same way. Not even death can keep the Holy Spirit from resurrecting you into God's presence. Even if your body dies, you don't. You just move into life eternal. For a long while before the crucifixion, Jesus had been telling his followers how he was going to die and then be raised to life again. But they just couldn't accept hearing this truth. In their human thinking, death would equal defeat. They had no grid of understanding to grasp how this loss could produce freedom. But God's ways are higher than our ways and his wisdom is perfect. God is full of faithfulness and true to his word. Don't let the impact of Christ's death and resurrection stay packed away with your Easter decorations. Allow the knowledge of how God does what he says free you to trust God on a whole new level. When you think of fall, you think of pumpkin spice lattes, warm, fuzzy sweaters, and time with the family. With MyJoy Radio app, you can enjoy all the things you love about fall while staying tuned to everything you need. Never miss another minute with 24-7 access to the Joy Radio live stream. Get the latest messages from the ministries you love delivered to your smartphone. Be uplifted while drinking a latte or pumpkin patch picking. MyJoy Radio app, available now. Joy Radio, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Karen Eman is a New York Times bestselling author with Proverbs 31 Ministries and an encouragement for today writer, an online devotional that reaches more than 4 million women daily. Karen's authored 18 books, and we'll be talking today about her co-published book with Ruth Schwenk, Trusting God in All the Things. Karen's married to her college sweetheart, Todd. She's the mom of three with two children-in-laws, but forgets which are which. They all live in the middle of the Mitten State, Michigan, and that's pretty close to me. Karen, I want to welcome you to the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Yeah, I am really glad to have you on. And something we just love for women to share on this show that our guests are a Bible study tool and tip and girls listening, write us and tell us how they actually implement these things. So just something that would uh, help girls to get into God's word a little better. Well, I think it's something that was first given to me back when I was a brand new Christian at the age of 16. And it's something I actually still do to today. Not that I'm not into more in-depth Bible study methods, but this little simple, I call it jump, jot, Jesus method is something that just helps to not Mm -hmm. overcomplicate your time with God. And what it is, is you just pick a book of the Bible, very simple, begin reading it just until something 
jumps out at you. It might be mm. several pages. It might be a few paragraphs. Sometimes it's the very first verse that I read that day. So that's the jump part. What jumps out at you is scripture. Then I like I that. Jump, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, because again, I think we sometimes overcomplicate things. So that's the jump yeah. part. And then the jot part is that I jot down, I, I used to for years in a notebook or a journal. Now I have a wide margin Bible and I just jot something down about that verse, something that stands out at me, maybe something that, that challenges me, maybe even a question I have about it. Or if it's a non-negotiable of scripture, it's kind of written as a command. Then I write down whatever it is that it's telling me to do. I jot that down again, either in a journal or in the margins of my Bible. So that's the jot part. So jump, jot. And the last part is Jesus. In that journal or the wide margin of my Bible, I craft out a very simple prayer to God, prayed in Jesus' name, asking for help to apply what it is that just jumped out at me, that I just jotted down. Mm. I just asked Jesus mm -hmm. to help me to implement it in my life that week. I really like that. So jump, jot, and Jesus. You got the three J's going on there. And I like how you say jump, that you're expecting something to jump out at you. And I think if we come to God's word with that in our minds, that we're expecting something's going to jump out at us, we'll be amazed at what really does and how God speaks through it. So really great advice there. And I'm wondering if you could share a Bible verse that's either your favorite, a life verse, or something that's been, you know, inspiring you lately? Well, I would say this verse has been really meaningful to me over the last probably three years. In the last three years, I've had 10 people in my extended family pass away, including Ooh. all four of the grandparents, my parents, my husband's parents, cousins, oh. aunts, uncles. And, and um, it's just made me very weary. And I've mm -hmm. dealt with a lot of grief and I just really feel like I needed to pull back on some things in life and just find some rest. I just was really um, battling not only a restless mind and a restless soul, but just my body. I just needed rest. And so the verse that really jumped out at me one day when I was doing my jump jot Jesus was Psalm 62, 5. And this is in the CSB version. It says, rest in God alone, my soul for my hope comes from him. And what I really love about this verse is I, I did a little digging and tried to find out what the word alone meant in the original language in the Hebrew mm. that this was written in, rest in God alone. Mm -hmm. And I love this meaning. The Hebrew meaning of the word alone means this, in stark contrast to any other idea, the mm. real one rather than the counterfeit and the only solution that works. And I think so often we try to find rest in other things. Not that it's not okay to take a walk or have a spa day or call a friend. Those are all helpful and good. Yeah. But God alone is the one that can give our soul rest. He's in stark contrast to any other idea, the real one rather than the counterfeit. And he's the only solution that works. Mm hmm. I remember years ago and the saying probably kind of dates me, but a friend said, are you running to the phone or to the throne? And it's like, where are we wanting to get that that healing from that that comfort from and that we just should be going to him first and foremost and and you're right not that all the other things aren't good they are but it's just we have to be in that practice of constantly going to him so that's really good i know 
during difficult times since I received your devotional, the newest one, Trusting God in All the Things. I love that title. <laughs> I really do oh. because, I, you know, I think it's easy to trust God in some of the things, mm-hmm. but all of the things, um, that's a whole different ballgame. And, and you're talking about what you've just gone through, probably while you were writing this book. Mm-hmm. All the things, grief, losing loved ones, difficulties of life. Yeah. And written in the middle of a pandemic, too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, there were. Yeah. And when we say all the things, it means even the good things, because sometimes our trust issues don't just stem from those hard places of life, (laughs) those you know, situations of grief or anxiety or stress. Sometimes it's like for me, I became a grandma for the first time six months ago. And it was like a happy thing. But then all of a sudden, I'm like, Oh, no, what kind of world is baby Jasper going to grow up in this Mm. sweet little boy, you know, so even those good things in life, we have to learn to trust God, because they all come with different things wrapped up in the package of the good or the bad that require us to trust God. Absolutely. And I think sometimes when things are going good, we almost forget that we need God, that we have to trust him for things because, you know, things are going well and we think we can handle it all. And so it's good to remember in the good times and the bad that we need to trust God. So I can't wait to come back after the break to talk more with Karen Eman about trusting God in all the things. Hi, I'm Karen Eman from episode number 117 and the Soul H2O radio and podcast show music pick for today is I Raise a Hallelujah by Jonathan and Melissa Helser. I raise a Growing up, my mom would always tell me, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And just the importance of surrounding yourself with people who are going to encourage you, who are going to inspire you, and who are going to help you through your life. And I think that's good company. And I hope that the show brings that to, to those who are listening. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back from the break with Karen Eman, author, speaker, and lovely lady. Karen, I was talking about how I love your new devotional, Trusting God in All the Things. And you co-wrote this book with Ruth Schwenk, another Michigan girl and amazing writer who is the founder of the popular blog, The Better Mom, and co-host on Root Like Faith podcast. So I'm wondering, what was it like to co-author a book? Well, it... uh kind of naturally just came out of our friendship. Ruth and I have been friends Mm. for probably 12 years. She first started to, or we first became friends when she asked me if I would like to start writing for the Better Mom website. That's how we first met. We were at a retreat together and we've just gotten to be very close friends ever since then. And we've written other books together. We wrote a trade book on mothering and then we've written a couple devotionals, but this one came out of just our friendship with each other. It was during that time 
where I had a lot of people in my life who were passing away, um, experiencing a lot of grief and stress from a new move. I'd actually moved to a new town to be closer to all four grandparents. It was going to be about 10 minutes away from mm. a few of them and, you know, about a half hour closer to one that was a little bit further away. And three weeks after I moved, my dad fell and passed away in hospice a couple of weeks later. And I was going through all of this grief and this new move and becoming a mother-in-law for the first time and all these things in my life while Ruth was going through her husband being diagnosed with cancer. And it has mm. gone into remission two different times since then. So we were just in our friendship really encouraging each other with scriptures, praying for each other, you know, giving each other little pep talks that you can, you can do it. You can keep trusting God. You know, he's, he's still in control, even when it looks like he's not. And just out of our friendship and our encouragement of each other, whether it was texting or on the phone or sending each other little cards or whatever, we thought, you know, maybe it would be helpful if we encouraged our audience, our readers, our communities with some of these same scriptures we've been telling to each other. And so that's really how mm. the book you know, came about. And then we just, we dump everything in a Google doc. <laughs> we just kind of <laughs> go in there and say, here's the verses that really spoke to me that I'd like to write on. And, and she said the same thing. And we just kind of in that Google doc worked back and forth. And, um, and we we wrote the book kind of right during the middle of the pandemic. So that's kind of how that came to be. I really think um, it shows as a reader reading your book, it feels like I'm kind of privy to your life and hearing this encouragement that you would just be sharing to a friend. So it really does come through in the writing. You sense that. And I think it's really important for us to have friends in our lives that are speaking into us because there's going to be times where life is too tough for us to handle it on our own and to be able to trust God. And we might start to falter there. And I think friends are such an important part in us staying trusting with God. How about you? Yeah, I think so. And it never fails that when I seem to be having a down day where I just, you know, I just want to give up. She's right there encouraging me, you can keep going on and, and vice versa. And I think that's why it mm -hmm. is so important to have not just friends over the screen. I'm not against having friends on social media yeah. or friends far away that you can email or text, but there's something about being able to sit down face to face with somebody, look them in the eye and say, how are you doing? And don't lie mm. to me. <laughs> Tell me the truth. How yeah. are you doing? I want to know. And it, it's that's just right. something that's uh, so important. And we, we can't get away with pretending everything's all fine if we have a friend like that. Absolutely. And I, I don't think we can stay constantly strong in our faith without people around us. We are never meant to do this faith walk on our own. And um, I think it's important for us to find common ground with people. And whenever I have guests on, I'm always looking for that common ground with them when I read their bios or anything. And with you, I saw we both have hubbies named Todd. Oh, how funny. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah. And I, I've read and I've listened to some of your story on different interviews online, but you grew up in a family of divorce. And although I didn't grow up in a family of divorce, my kids have as a result of their father and I divorcing. And so I know the struggles that come into your life because of that. And I'm not talking about this to get some sort of sensational interview, but to really help people see that you can trust God in all the things because I can't imagine it was easy for you having to experience what it was like when your dad left the family 
And I'm wondering if you could share a bit about what you went through and how you learned to eventually trust God with all the hurt. Yeah, I never had any indication that anything was wrong with my parents' marriage at all until one night in the middle of the night when I was in the second grade, I heard a commotion outside in the living room and I woke up and kind of peeked out my door and my dad was beating my mom. And he was drunk and he was kind of a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of father. When he was sober, he was happy-go-lucky, you know, life of the party. Everybody loved him. So wonderful. But when he was drinking, I used to call it a monster in the bottle. That monster in that Mm -hmm. bottle came out and Mm -hmm. got into him and he was a completely different person. And between second grade and fifth grade, he moved out of our home and back in our home three or four times. My mom kept forgiving him for his drinking and he had multiple affairs. And it was all very embarrassing for me because I was the only person in my whole entire classroom who didn't have their parents still married to each other. This was, you know, Mm. back a long time ago (laughs) because I'm a little older. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, people, you know, in the late seventies and early eighties, they didn't in my community, have divorce as part of their story. And so it really, it really threw me for a loop. And my mom, um, her white picket dreams were shattered. She was a single mom and uh, found herself suddenly single, you know, without a job, without a car. She didn't even know how to drive. She didn't have a license. And so she had to kind of Mm. pick herself up by the bootstraps and go on. But it was through that that I learned about a God who could be a father to the fatherless. And that Mm -hmm. was part of me becoming a Christian. Now, I have to always finish the story by saying later in life, about 20 years before he passed away three years ago, my father came back to the Lord and he reconciled um, with my mom. She forgave him. And with my brother, I had forgiven him years ago, but my brother had not. And so before he passed from this earth, he had apologized for what he'd done and he had gotten forgiveness from them. So that was, mm-hmm. and, and my children never knew him as anything other than a wonderful Christian grandpa, because that's what he was those last 20 yeah. years. So they didn't know the old grandpa. So it's quite a story of redemption, mm-hmm. actually. It is. It is. And it's just a testament to the fact that you can trust God in all the things. You've mentioned so many different struggles in life and how you've been able to trust God through them. And I I know it's going to be giving people hope to believe for that, that God can be that for them. Karen, I want to thank you for sharing just bits of your story with us and hope and encouragement for girls to continue trusting God today. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been my pleasure. My challenge for you today is to release fear and grab hold of faith because you know why you can trust God. We hope you'll join us for the Soul H2O Sisterhood Refresh Conference being held October 22nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Lake Point Family Church in Leamington. You can find conference details at sherrystall.com slash refresh. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 117, Why You Can Trust God. 
Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics and information about our guest at soulh2o.com slash 117. I hope you'll rate and share this episode on whatever podcast format you listen from. Come back next week as we talk about how you can be strong in the battles of this life with radio host Susie Larson. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.